This episode is brought to you by Dietz and Watson. Uh, Molly, it's time we have the talk about hot dogs. Oh, oh, okay. Well, hey, (laughs) I'm looking for a hot dog that's the real deal, Matthew. Like a classic hot dog that like when you think of like the platonic ideal of a hot dog, Mm -hmm. I recommend Dietz and Watson's Dietz Dogs. Ah, well, I've heard that they're handcrafted and made using only Dietz and Watson premium meat. I can vouch for this because Dietz and Watson sent us a big box of hot dogs and other delights. And wife of the show, Lori, and I had them for dinner last night. We had uh, the classic beef Dietz dogs with uh, toasted buns with sauerkraut and pickled jalapenos and Dietz and Watson ballpark style yellow mustard. Do you think you'd recommend Dietz and Watson hot dogs for fried rice? Oh, yeah. Fried rice with some sliced hot dogs. I'm going to be doing that soon. Wife of the show, Lori, is going to be making the hot dog flour buns from Christina Cho's cookbook, Mooncakes and Milk Bread. Very excited for this. Mm, And I'm especially pleased because Dietz and Watson does things the right way. So this means like no additives, no fillers, no artificial flavors, no cutting corners. You can feel good about this stuff. Dietz and Watson. It's a family thing since 1939. Shop now at Dietz slash the right way. That's Dietz, D-I-E-T-Z, and Watson.com slash the right way. Hey. 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 <laughs> Hold on, I have to burp. This is a, that was a sneak preview of what's going to happen at our live show. <laughs> uh, no. So we're doing a live show here in Seattle at Mohai. That's the Museum of History and Industry. Yeah, it's in uh, South Lake Union. I just went to the new Mohai location, which been, has been open for like, I don't know, a couple of years now. It's great. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, they have an exhibit for most of this year called Edible City. And this, uh, this live show that we're doing is actually, you know, sort of like uh, in concert with that you could say in concert with the edible city exhibit yeah we're also going to be in concert with and eat it too the uh, podcast where they take a food phrase and end up somewhere completely different yeah our friends sarah and molly Mm -hmm. anyway it's going to be on february 10th Uh, again that's here in seattle at mohai and you can get tickets at bit.ly slash milk at mohai that's bit.ly slash milk at m-o-h-a-i This episode is brought to you by Third Love. Matthew, why is it so hard to find a bra that fits well and is comfortable? Uh, I don't know the answer, but I know that if you go to thirdlove.com slash spilled milk, it won't be hard. It'll be easy. It's true. And we're not just saying this because this is an ad. We're saying it because I'm actually wearing one right now. Yes, my wife has one and she loves it. And I, I've been wearing Third Love bras now for, well, gosh, as long as they've been advertising with us, what, like three years or something? At least two years. Anyway, um, I love these bras. This brand uses real women's measurements to create better fitting bras and and my boobs... They're here to testify. <laughs> Great. Yes. So uh, if you want that for yourself, and of course you do, go to thirdlove.com slash spilled milk. You can try the 24-7 t-shirt bra for 30 days, uh, you know, pay just for shipping. If you don't like it, send it back and they'll charge you nothing. You can wear it. You can wash it. You can do your thing. Thirdlove.com slash spilled milk. I'm Matthew. And I'm Molly. And this is Spilled Milk, the show where we cook something delicious, <laughs> eat it all. And Molly <laughs> cries about it. <laughs> what is happening? Uh, I just had a little bit of a stressful weekend, had, uh-huh. had a main sewer blockage oh. at my house, and uh, I just kind of needed to have a good cry. Okay. That's fair. <laughs> and I saw that you called this an ice cream soda episode, and I thought it was going to be called an ice cream 
this could be a float episode. (laughs) (laughs) And it was really upsetting. (laughs) We can call it anything you want. We can call it like a a canned chili episode, (laughs) as long as we can still drink ice cream sodas and Uh, our floats. Okay, let's do it. Oh, wait, you're right. I did say welcome to the ice cream soda episode. Well, let's call it the ice cream float episode. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's February, so we're going to eat some ice cream. Yes. Cool. What is ice cream soda anyway? And how's it different from a float? <laughs> I really thought you were going to say, what is ice cream anyway? <laughs> I'm like, I don't what know. What is life? Yeah. Why do we even bother <sighs> anyway? Um, okay. Well, first of all, I think Seattle is known as like a year round ice cream city, I think, like Boston. This is really? something I read this once is a thing? somewhere. Yeah. God, people do not have enough stuff to fill their time. <laughs> this is a thing? Yeah. Um, well, I don't know. It's not It's not a thing like we got a medal for it You or know, something. all those people who are sitting around going, oh, these are the year-round ice cream cities. I would like them to all come and replace my sewer line. Okay. <laughs> could, could we get one of them to sit in for you until you stop crying? <laughs> um... So, uh, wait, I was going to say something about ice cream. I don't know. So how is ice cream soda different from a float? Okay, here's here's what I think. A lot of a lot of sources say that those are synonyms, which uh, <laughs> which which would suggest that it's kind of a silly thing to cry of. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm being mean. I just can't stop crying. Um, okay, let's I do this. I think an ice cream soda is made with sparkling water or club soda as the liquid. Isn't that an egg cream? No. An egg cream is made with, I mean, it is made with with uh, seltzer, sparkling yeah. water, club yeah. soda. There's a lot of words for for water, God. fizzy water. Jeez. Um, an egg cream is made with milk and chocolate syrup and sparkling water. Oh, so it always has to have milk and chocolate syrup. Yes, and it does not water. contain ice cream. Oh. Yep. <laughs> You're looking at me with such disdain I'm and sorry. disappointment. No, no, no. <laughs> okay, great. All right. So um, so a soda, an ice cream soda uses seltzer water. That's what I That's think. That's what you think? God, I don't think anything ever, you, ever should combine seltzer water and ice cream. Oh, then this is going to be an interesting day for you. I mean, clearly it already has been, <laughs> but... <laughs> um, I I definitely can understand that point of view, but have you tried it? I haven't tried okay. it. I've only had like a, an ice cream float, which I don't know. Should we define it as as containing when you soda, say an ice like, cream like flavored float soda? Is this some kind of <laughs> quiescently frozen confection? It's like a stacked rich Ritz witch. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> to throw it back to our our crackers oh, crackers with stuff on it episode. The the phrase stacked Ritz witch is still so hot, isn't it? <laughs> it is so hot. Okay. Um, okay, so and then an ice cream float can can have any other sparkling liquid like you know root beer, root beer coke. coke, beer. Yeah. Like hey, do you have any root beer? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, sweet. Okay. I, I would not I would not, you know, set up an ice cream float floda episode. Without getting root beer. <laughs> Floda. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So, I mean, should and we... And our guest this week is Florida. Can we start drinking this? Yeah, absolutely. What do you, Should we do the do a classic root beer float first? I think we should Let's start classic. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So what is the correct uh, etiquette, you know, the correct utensil etiquette? Um, straw, spoon. I think both. Can I start? Mm. Oh, what kind of root beer do you use? 
A and Dubs. And what kind of ice cream? UFC brand vanilla. Oh, this is the bomb, dude. Mmm. So at some point, some point I was at the store and I noticed they had these milkshake straws, which are like big, fat, like uh, uh, thick plastic straws, and I love them. I'm excited to get to experience them. Okay, there's so much going on in this glass that I want to talk about. Mm-hmm. Mm. So, so while you while you uh, chew it up, it's so good. Mm-hmm. Uh you know the mm. only thing that I don't like about about a root beer float, and maybe this will be the case for all the different carbonated beverages combined with ice cream is that I don't like the head that it gets on top. Oh, now I kind of soapy looking. I love the soapy head. And in fact, I learned when I was when I was researching for this episode that in Australia and New Zealand, a float is sometimes called a spider referring to the spider web like foamy head. Yeah, I don't like that part. I just want to like stir it in and make it go away quickly. Now, here's how I like to drink a root beer float. Mm. I'm, oh, that, sure, that I'm sure the listeners could really. <laughs> that wasn't a demonstration. That was just like I couldn't wait to take another slurp of it. So I like to eat a couple of bites of the ice cream with with my spoon, and then drink a little bit of it, and then smoosh it together so it all mm. so like the ice cream gets smooshed into the root beer. So then you make like a soup of it. Yeah, and then drink that with the straw. Mm. So mm. good. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I have only ever had a root beer float. Or like a really dark beer float. Mm-hmm. Like a, like a Guinness float. How do you feel about that? You know, I think it works. I don't think it really pushes the same buttons for me. No. But it works. I, I get it. I think it's good with chocolate ice cream. Oh, I haven't had that. I don't have any Guinness, or we would try. Mm. What do you think about like a cola instead of root beer? I think that can be really good. I mean, I think... I've never had it. I think root beer is the ultimate for a reason, but I think a Coke float can be real good. Have you ever had a, a chocolate Coke... Which is just, just like no. Coke with Hershey's syrup. It's great. Really? Yeah. One time, uh, one time I was uh, at Farrell's Ice Cream Parlor, which I think is no long, longer no longer exists, at least in Portland. Um, and uh, I was at like a kid party or something uh, as a kid, and I ordered the chocolate float, the uh, Coke float. That no. I ordered the chocolate Coke because I wasn't supposed to drink Coke at home. It oh was the God. greatest. I drank two of them. I got so hyper. I love cherry Coke. Do they mm, still make mm-hmm, that? Mm-hmm. I loved that as a kid. They absolutely still make it, and it's great. Mm. Oh, it's really hard to get all the liquid out through this straw. It just keeps dribbling back in. Interesting. What do you think the what do you think's going on there, physics wise? <laughs> I just coughed. Do you think it's the Bernoulli principle? This episode is going very poorly so far. I mean, already fully 50% of the hosts have burst into tears. It's mostly slurping noises. I said Bernoulli principle, which is the least funny phrase in the English language. This episode is brought to you by The Great Courses Plus. And speaking of ice cream, we just watched a Culinary Institute of America chef make the most amazing-looking corn ice cream with blackberry swirl. Uh, it was in Lecture 19 of Cooking with Vegetables. It is a course from The Great Courses Plus. And if you sign up, you can check it out, too, for free. There is so much great stuff on there. We learned some amazing ice cream-making tips, uh, like if you've got to get the balance of milk and cream correct, because if there's too much cream, you can end up with butter as you churn it. 
you can watch this course, you can make uh, an ice cream, like, you know, your friends will come over and be like, what is this? Am I am I in a restaurant or am I at Jane's house? Like, what's going on here? It's going to be great. Uh, we've learned so much from watching the Great Courses Plus video lectures, and you will too. They have over 8,000 to choose from. There are cooking courses. There's history of food. There's photography. Like, if you if you got a blog and your food photography game isn't strong like, uh, like mine isn't, uh, you know, you can learn uh, how to be a great photographer from the Great Courses. Plus, you can watch on your phone, your tablet, your TV, your laptop, uh, and it, you're going to get a free trial by going to thegreatcoursesplus.com/milk. Uh, you'll get the first full month for free. You can binge all the videos you want. Go to town. Start your free month now by going to thegreatcoursesplus.com/milk. That's thegreatcoursesplus.com/milk. I don't think I ever had ice cream floats as a kid, although I do remember like there being, you know, A&W stores, which, God, I haven't yes. seen in ages. It was like a like a fast food thing. They still have it in Canada. Very few in America, I think. <laughs> is A&W root beer a Canadian thing? Um, I don't think it is, but I think the like the chain just took hold in Canada in a way that it didn't here. I mean, it was a thing here, though. It was a thing here, and I think root beer is a quintessentially American beverage. Wait, did, do you know the joke about the name A&W? No. That stands for hamburgers and whoop beer? <laughs> no. <laughs> isn't that, what accent isn't that, is that supposed to be? I don't know. <laughs> like like baby talk, I think. What? Hamburgers and whoop beer. <laughs> Uh, where was it from? Where where was A and W from? I don't know. <laughs> maybe um, maybe Maryland. <laughs> maybe well, maybe Illinois. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I warned all about it on that Sufjan Sufjan Stevens album. <laughs> I listened to Sufjan for the first time ever. When? This holiday season. Really? Yeah. Like his Christmas album? Yeah. I don't know how I feel about it. It just seems kind of wimpy. <laughs> well, that I mean, that definitely is, is kind of his uh, calling but, card. But not even like particularly beautiful to me. Um, Am I just losing all of our listeners right now? I, I mean, I think there's probably enormous <laughs> overlap between the Spilled Milk audience and the Sufjan Stevens audience. I think yes. so, too. Um, I, uh, I think he's written some real beautiful songs. I think the song Chicago is one of my all-time favorites. I've never heard it. The song about the birth of A&W is great. <laughs> is it called <laughs> Ambogos and Whoopia? Yeah. In fact, that was his most recent uh, studio album about his parents, <laughs> Ambogos and Whoopia. Somebody, see, no, not somebody. Many people in the audience got that. <laughs> I didn't get it. Can we drink more ice cream? Yes. I'm going to make uh, chocolate sodas for us and I'll be back. Okay, with cool. Those. <laughs> the sound of the Hershey syrup bottle whimpering. Okay, so I'm back with chocolate soda. I don't know if you're going to like this or not. We'll see. Really? You think there's a chance I wouldn't like it? Well, I think it's great. Oh, I like this. Good. It's weird, though. It's like a sparkling milkshake, right? Mm hmm. And I think most places, like, I, I think ice cream sodas, like, with made with soda water, like you would get at a pharmacy or drugstore counter, like, used to be a thing, like, a hundred years ago and have gotten steadily less popular <clears throat> since then. So this is like a milkshake, but you've used sparkling water instead of milk? That's it. And I wow. added a little chocolate syrup. Awesome. Wow. I'm learning so much today. Yeah, I think you really had a breakthrough. <laughs> This this episode has been filled with teachable moments. <laughs> that is so true. Um, 
So where did you first have an ice cream soda? I don't remember at all. Mm. Is that helpful? Mm-mm. Was there like, in your youth, was there a place that had like a soda fountain where like the you kids know, went? Like a, like a, what was the peach pit? Was that a, like a soda fountain? Yeah, we had a peach pit. No. Um, was there a place with a soda fountain? I think, okay. It's or all, a fountain. I think probably the first place I had an ice cream soda was at Baskin Robbins. Oh. I think I saw it on the menu and I was like, what is that? Interesting. And I think probably it was just like, like you would make a root beer float, but, uh, you know, with like a scoop of ice cream plunked into soda water and then with oh. some syrup drizzled How's on that? top. that? That seems weird. Not as good as blended, I think. <clears throat> I believe it. Well, the first time I ever had an ice cream soda was right now. <laughs> wow. <laughs> However, in my youth, there was... So there's a, a wealthy part of Oklahoma City called Nichols Hills. Mm-hmm. and it, <laughs> <laughs> Because the hills are literally made of nickels. <laughs> they are so rich, they're like... Yeah, there's, we, a, there's <laughs> a, a slightly wealthier part of town called Dime Hills. <laughs> And then, then all that's... the like multi-billionaires live in Quarter Hills. I think Dime Hills is just where you go to buy drugs. <laughs> Quarter Hills. <laughs> this is so dumb. I love it. Anyway, it had like a little shopping center called Nichols Hills Plaza. And in it was uh, the Nichols Hills Drugstore, which everybody just called the drugstore. And I don't know, I mean, by the time that I was growing up, I don't know that anybody went there to like use it as a pharmacy anymore. Uh-huh. But it did have, you would walk in and along the front wall was, you know, an actual fountain. Yeah. And they... Like, like the Trevi fountain? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's like people would throw pennies like, in it for good statues luck. Statues of naked ladies and like just water, like everybody spraying, would yeah. get their picture taken people, in front of I it. I think you mean people would throw nickels in there for good <laughs> luck, don't you? <laughs> anyway, anyway, they had the whole like short order menu. People would mm-hmm. go there and get a milkshake and a grilled cheese. That sounds great. And when I was in high school, all the cool kids often went to the drugstore for that kind of stuff <laughs> and, other, and other stuff I'm sure but anyway I was never I think in in my whole 19 years of living in Oklahoma City I think I went to the drugstore once Did, it was I it wasn't like, quite cool enough I mean it seems like it could be a real like one stop like you could pick up like um, <laughs> condoms and like a porno mag and a grilled cheese and a milkshake and some oxy it sounds like heaven it really does <laughs> um, you know <laughs> Um, remember when they kept trying to um, establish the neighborhood of Dollar Coin Hills, but it never <laughs> took? <laughs> Sorry. Um, I'm pretty sure. There... Th- I'm pretty sure that there is a neighborhood somewhere called Silver Dollar Hills. That uh, sure. It it's sounds... where Donald Trump lives. It. I mean, but it sounds more like it would be like a brand. Although of Donald something. Trump really isn't that wealthy. <laughs> Can we talk about a different person? <laughs> Yes, let's do. Uh, <laughs> I mean, Donald Trump is wealthy, but let's not talk keep, about it. Keep going. Anything. Let's see where this goes. <laughs> okay. Release your tax we've returns, got, man. Yeah, we've got David Farenthold in here in the studio. <laughs> um, I don't know who that is. An investigative journalist. Oh, cool. Okay. Um, okay. Okay. Um, I think I'm done. Are there? I, I'm almost done. Do you think there are still places where that are a working pharmacy and a working ice cream counter? Yes. Okay. In fact, I went to one in Sitka, Alaska. Mm. 
I'm trying to remember what it was called, like Ray's or it was a like, I feel like it was like a man's name with an apostrophe S after it. But anyway, um, it was a pharmacy, kind of like a general like dry goods store. Uh-huh. Um, and it had an ice cream counter with really great milkshakes. That sounds awesome. Is there such a thing as a wet goods store? <laughs> um, I don't know if it counts as a fountain though, because it didn't have food. Does a fountain have to have like grilled cheese? I don't think it does. I think and... it just has to have like fountain sodas and and like ice cream. Okay, then I yes. Okay, it exists in Sitka, Alaska. Therefore, it must exist in other places as well. Okay, well, this a lot of things happened <laughs> during this episode, and. <laughs> And now we can uh, wrap it up and pretend that none of it happened. <laughs> Great. <laughs> All right. Uh, um, if this episode airs, you can find us online at spilledmilkpodcast.com, um, where uh, we'll post a recipe for Matthew's ice cream soda. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, sure. Okay. Um, you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash spilledmilkpodcast. And uh, you can tell us, I don't know, like based on your income bracket, like what hills you would live in. No? <laughs> no? What? We're we're asking we're asking listeners yep. to come on and, and tell and tell yep. us their income bracket. Yep, that's right. But uh, do it in like an obscure uh like international currency. Yeah. Like a like a you know, a Turkish lira or a, a drachma or something. Yeah, cool. Like a discontinued currency. Yes, please. Let's do it in like um I mean, Deutschmark or something. Right. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to imply that those things are obscure like if you live in turkey turkish lira is not an obscure international currency let me just keep digging and yeah, see, just keep digging. see if i come no, out I the think, other I side think what you meant is that it would somehow seem less pointed if people did it in some sort of international currency and so we weren't all going like oh this person's wealthier than this you person. know what would maybe make it this seem even less funnier and funnier all the time <laughs> what would make it even less pointed is if people didn't do that <laughs> At all. <laughs> um, but, I mean, if... Uh, you, never mind. Oh, boy. Okay. Um, and, I don't know, definitely don't review this episode. And uh, you can find us... Uh, you no, already, already found already us. Already found us. <laughs> um, till, till next time, uh, thank you for listening to um, Spilled Milk. It's uh, <laughs> it's part, part pharmacy and part therapy session, and there's a lot of syrup. <laughs> On it. So much crying. And so much just basted with tears. I'm Matthew Hepster Burton, and that's the other host. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, wait, we love Molly. Molly's the best host. I'm I'm Molly Weisenberg. We should be we should be getting this on tape. I don't know why that what? struck me as so funny. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about ice cream soda. Okay. <laughs> Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. 